Welcome to another episode of the Granite List Live, where we discuss all things related to human capital and employee benefits. I'm Lee Dill. And I'm Sally Pace. And today we are joined by Carrie Niblack and Arlie Kennedy of Blackwell Captive Solutions. I'm going to jump right in and let's talk about what Blackwell does and what problem you're solving for. Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having us. We're thrilled to be on your podcast. And Blackwell was founded to provide a medical stop-loss captive solution, a single-source turnkey solution, if you will, for self-funded businesses. We took great inspiration from our namesake, Dr. Elizabeth Blackwell, in forming the company and believing that we could come to market and uniquely make premiums more affordable, more transparent, less volatile year over year for clients. Tell us, how did the company get started? Oh, it's a great story. So... Our name inspiration is Dr. Elizabeth Blackwell. And for those in your audience that don't know, Dr. Elizabeth Blackwell was the first female physician in the United States. So she was a true pioneer and went on to do wonderful things with teaching other women physicians. She founded the National Health Society, and her motto was, prevention is better than the cure. And so obviously, we took great inspiration for Dr. Elizabeth's whole career but it captures the spirit, that pioneering badass spirit, if you will, that we wanted to have with Blackwell and, and her differentiations as a leading female physician mirror what I hope we do in the marketplace with Blackwell Captive Solutions. Prevention is better than cure. I can't wait to hear about how Blackwell is taking that theme and really reaching your members. And I know we'll get there in a minute. I kind of want to dig into the reason that captives are attractive. And, you know, you talked about the medical stop loss environment, and we've seen an increase in medical premiums and stop loss premiums. What is your take on that? What do you say to folks that are coming to you to look to you as a solution? Yeah, absolutely. So let's start with your first point, which is perfect, right? In that you're you're talking about the market, what we've seen, and two things have happened. First of all, post-ACA, we've seen a migration of employers from fully insured models to self-funding, and that's gone upwards of over 20%. If you'd asked me pre-ACA who made the perfect self-funded client, my answer would have been different back then. It would have been employers around 200 plus lives. And then post-ACA, that answer is completely different. We have the ability at Blackwell to write down the state minimums. And so We've seen a plus 20% migration, and now research tells us over 60% of all employers in the United States are self-funded. So with that movement of smaller employers tying in the stop-loss premiums and the increases, as you mentioned, are completely unsustainable. So to put some numbers on that for our audience, we saw in a 2020 white paper study, Sun Life published, that claims between 2 million to 3 million are growing more than 44%. And obviously, with specialty drugs, what's going on with gene therapy, we just continue to see those numbers rise and rise and rise. And that's a seismic shift in the market. And so you've got clients that are smaller and smaller coming over to reap the benefits of self-funding. You've got those premium increases that are unsustainable. And Blackwell comes in squarely as a solution to both of those, both being able to address and make self-funding affordable for smaller employers. And at the same time, using our cost containment provisions 
to reduce those numbers, the premium numbers. So making, if you will, the essential stop-loss element more sustainable, more predictable year over year for those type of clients. So before we get too far down the road, I want to do Captives for Dummies 101. Define a captive. Absolutely. So a group captive is a legal entity that's jointly owned by a group of, in our instance, unrelated companies. We call that a heterogeneous captive. And we accommodate then a wide variety of businesses. Size-wise, it's typically self-funded employers with anywhere from 50 to approximately 2,500 lives. But basically, they pull together and are participants in a pooled risk structure. And that's the essence of what a captive is. I tell folks the key phrase is a captive is a shock absorber. So we come in and we spread out the risk mathematically and we absorb some of that unsustainable shock to high dollar claimant costs with premiums and we leave some of that. So that's captives 101 for the audience. I love you're a shock absorber. That's a perfect analogy. Thank you. I get a lot of mileage out of that. <laughs> because I, love because it. I mean, a lot of folks have that question and that's part of our value and, and I think important for the audience about how Blackwell is different. We made it a core objective of our team and our company to educate as well as put great sales numbers on business. And so I think the two of those go hand in hand mm-hmm. for the industry. Tell a little bit more about that. Talk about your team and the approach that you all take. Yeah, well, let me brag on them a little bit. So first of all, from an experience level, our team has more than 80 years combined experience. We have sat on all sides of the table. So everything from, I'm an ERISA attorney by trade. I was also chief HR officer to Tina, who has 30 years of stop loss experience to Arlie. And Arlie, tell them a little bit about your great background. Uniquely, what I bring to the table is that I was an underwriter for probably about 25 years. And I have worked for a direct writer, I've worked for a Buka, and I've started a few MGUs. So I come at the sales process from a little bit of a different angle because I can look at the group as a risk and try to work with them to try to get the best pricing for them. I also am really happy to talk to groups about why the captive makes sense, especially for those small to mid-sized employers. They're seeing these year-over-year leverage trend increases that are 20% and upwards. And they're like, well, I'm running great. I don't understand. How can I get ahead of this leverage trend thing? And the answer to that is that shock absorber that Carrie mentioned, that captive layer helps to prevent that. You did a great job of explaining what captives are. And they are not a one size fits all. So give us some of your secret sauce. What is the approach that you all take that blows you out of the water compared to your competition? So I think that what we do that's different is we really try to meet the employer group where they're at. We don't require them to change all of their, like their TPA and their network or their PBM to come in. We do, however, have some strong partners that we work with, and we have been able to use some of those partners to differentiate in our pricing as well. But we don't require them to do that. We really try to meet the employer groups where they're at. We also don't mandate that they have to come in at a certain deductible level. We sort of like take that at what their risk level is. So we are able to work with them, write a stop loss policy, write them into our captive on one of the two treaty dates that we have, and really be flexible with meeting the group with really where they're at at the time. 
Yeah, I guess, and I think at its essence, at Blackwell, we firmly believe that consulting is still paramount with any client relationship. It's a relationship business. And so out of this team, our ability with those years of experience to come to any table and uniquely match a solution to where an employer is at, as Arlie was saying, you don't see that with our competition. I actually relish that. The ability to come in and work beside a consultant and a head of HR or CFO and CEO. And at that table, they are our client. And really coming in and saying everything from pain points to, I think another area that's unique is we look at long-term strategy. So yes, we're in essence working on that year's solution, but I want to know more. I want to know more about their recruiting and what drives their business model and what's resonated with their employees. Because the more that our team understands that, the better we put numbers on a package sustainable year after year. So it's much more than here's your package. You have to buy it for three years and we'll see you in you know 2026. It is still how I grew up in the business, how Tina and Arlie grew up in the business. And that is, it is a relationship that starts with a discussion about our client and the people that drive that business. And then we start to put the pieces together of the puzzle. And then obviously the math works with our model, but it's a process that I'm very proud of. And I think, again, really differentiates us in the marketplace. You know, you spoke a little bit about this, but transparency, you're giving those employers, you know, self-insured clients go that way. So they have access to the data and they have that transparency. And it sounds like really you're kind of taking that whole philosophy with your captive solution and giving them transparency into the vendor solutions that they're using and how you operate as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you are differentiated and maybe some trends that you're seeing to stick with these value propositions? Yeah, I think with that small to mid-sized market again, what's really happening is that they don't have that economy of scales, right? So they just year to year get their increases based on their experience and they really don't have any ability. They're trying to save on RX. They're trying to save on their plan costs. They're trying to mitigate large claims and they're still getting these increases, right? Because they just don't have enough economy of scales because they're not big enough. What the captive gives them is they come together with like-minded employer groups because they're all looking to do the same thing. They're all looking to get that economy of scales and they're able to come together with them to leverage that to really get ahead and have that benefit that the larger employers have that the smaller to midsize don't have. And we made it really easy from a math standpoint too. So the risk value proposition is we take any employer at any specific deductible level and then Blau ensures that it's a floating, what we call floating 250,000 layer above that client specific deductible. And above that, easy to understand, the reinsurance has 100% responsibility above that. So when we visually sit down with clients, we are passionate about demystifying the captive solution. And really, you see the light go on. You see them understand, okay, I get that. So if we have $100,000 specific deductible, Blackwell insures this middle layer. That's the spreading of the risk that Arlie spoke to. And then above that, we have 100% coverage. It really is that easy. Mm -hmm. Arlie, you used this term earlier. And I'd love to kind of dig into what you were talking about, the two treaty dates mm-hmm. and talk about kind of the structure of Blackwell itself. Sure. So our treaty dates are January and July. So one unique thing that we can do is we can write a group for the stop loss and roll them in in one of those two dates. 
The other thing that we can do is that we can take a group, we can write them on stop loss, and then at our next treaty date, look and say, hey, can we roll you in, hold your stop loss rates, and give you another 12 months on those rates? And that's really been a success story for us as far as a story to tell the groups that you don't have just one date you can do this on. We have two and we'll work with you on it and we'll look at it with you. Say, you know, you're a mid-year roll-in. We'll look at it for you in January. If it makes sense for you to move in and we can hold your rates in January, it's really a win-win for the client because they get the extra 12 months of stop-loss rates. Yeah. Now that's great. And it sounds like you've got probably tons of stories you can tell of these small to mid-sized companies coming in with your big shockwaves and working together to really kind of move the needle with their expenses. But let's get down to the member level because, you know, everyone's doing this for a great member experience and to you know, retain employees. Can you give us some stories that you've seen of some of your members? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll start. So we've sold a couple of cases recently where it's all about the member and leaving in those two cases, the cost of specialty drugs coming in at the participant level small concrete company in Ohio, family-owned business, the classic great self-funded employer, and really coming in and delving into, we talked earlier about the data telling the story, delving into what's driving that cost, but understanding how we impact their family by leaving either copay structure or reducing deductible and really working with, in that case, one of our PBM partners to come in, not only at that family level, but also for that client against an incumbent in eliminating lasers. Yeah, so we've had some great success with that. I guess this is a twofold success story. <laughs> I was able to write a group in August. As Carrie said, it's a small family-owned company. They had a lot of high-cost drugs. So we were able to bring in one of our partner PBMs, get them to look at repricing those claims and get them to get a real savings on some of those high dollar claims. And we, on our side, were able to take some lasers off the stop loss and really reduce their cost. Further, what we're doing is we're looking at that. We wrote that group in August. We're looking in that for January to roll them into the captive holding their rates. So essentially they get 16 months of stop loss rates. So they're not going to get another increase at all until next December when we look at it for January, 2025. So it's a really good success story. It's one of those things where we're able to save them costs by working with a partner PBM and write the stop loss and now give them the opportunity to roll into the captive in January and hold the rates for another 12 months. Well, you ladies are fabulous. I love that you are trailblazers coming behind another pioneer, amazing woman. And we're so excited that we were able to help share your story today. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for being on the show. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in to another episode of The Granite List Live. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Granite List Live. Access our entire library by visiting your favorite podcast venue or subscribe on our site, thegranitelist.live.